Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. As of today, masks are an option, unless you're on public transit or in a hospital. And uh, it, it's, it's just, um, when I think back to the last two years, and all the amount of time we have spent talking about COVID and this pandemic, and now, as of today, if you don't want to wear a mask, you don't have to. And I feel like I should be celebrating it more. Like, oh, my gosh, we're coming out of it. This is great. We don't have to wear a mask. But there's a side of me that's kind of like, I think I think I, I think I want to keep the mask on. <laughs> I, think, you know, I don't want to have to smile anymore. Yeah. It was kind of nice not, not having to and, and really be able to mouth the words that I really felt about people underneath the mask without them having to worry about me having to worry about them seeing it? I think, you know, maybe because we know or, or we understand that there, you know, could be a, an uptick, that another wave could come. Maybe there's a side, certainly for me, you know, just to be a little cautious, not to completely run around naked yet. Although that is appealing. Right. But, um. <laughs> Keep it on. But, uh. And, you know, and I'm one who likes to really uh, stay in the shadows. I, I don't like to stand out uh, much. I mean, it's interesting. We do this job for a living. And yet, in my personal life, I really don't like getting in anybody's way. I don't like being the focus of attention. I really like to kind of stand at the back of the room. Mm. And I I think I'm going to wear the mask. I'm really going to judge uh, where I'm at. And I'm just going to observe uh, the general population. And if it seems to me... Like more people are wearing than not. I think I'm sticking with the wearing because I just don't want to be that guy that gets judged by somebody else's eyes. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of that judging going on over the next couple of weeks or days at least Mm -hmm. as as people, you know, again, we started this whole thing out with, you know, when it came to the vaccines, kind of the you do you Mm -hmm. was the the easy way to just stop having an argument about it anymore. Mm -hmm. And and that's, I think, where we're going to have to go here as well. So you, know, you do you. If, mm. if you if you have a reason in your life that you feel you need to wear a mask, then wear a mask, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, you know, if you're going to get people, and you probably are going to get situations now where people are turning on people who are wearing them or not wearing them and yeah. just, you know, judging, you know, with their eyes, you got to get over this crap, you know, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Because what I'm worried about is what's going to be the next thing that we all start to bitch about? Right. This, you know, we were told that these measures would be in place as long as they're needed. Now we're told they're not needed. So they're, they're gone. Mm. Then now what? I mean, gas prices have leveled off a little bit, uh, although they're not going down very far. No. Right. Food prices. And I guess if we have a rail strike happening now, that, you know, prices of goods is going to go up even more. Mm. Uh, it's probably going to be the next thing. I think the election is probably going to be the next thing we start to gripe about back to back to politics. We spend way too much time focused on politics. I don't know where this became the thing. Maybe it's because of Fox and CNN that that it's just in front of us all the time. But there was a time when you just didn't bring up religion, politics or what you made. Right. And, and now we do it all the time. That's why COVID became so politicized. Because right. if you didn't wear a mask, you were right. If you did, you were left. You know, and and it's it's not a political thing. It was a flipping disease. It was funny, you know, before this, and you're right. Before the 24 hour news cycle, I mean, you knew who the the main 
politicians mm-hmm. were, right? The leaders of their respective parties, the opposition leader and the, and the prime minister or, you know, the, the president, probably the speaker of the house yeah. and, and maybe the, uh, the minority leader. But beyond that, you didn't know who, did anyone know who was an actual just like, sitting senator or a house representative in the states now you know you know all the ones because they're and, and it's part of the internet to blame sure. right? social media because everyone's posting stuff on twitter and we're looking for you know 10 and 15 second sound bites of people all the time but mm-hmm. you know the marjorie taylor greens of the world would not be known before any of this and now every word she uh she says or every foot she puts in her mouth is, mm-hmm. is automatically broadcast everywhere and the same goes with you know uh, what attention really would have been paid to an interim party leader for the conservatives you know, when you're more focused on, okay, who's the election, uh, who's running for the conservative leadership? But now, you know, stories about how she's moving into the opposition residence at Stornoway and spending, you know, $40,000 to move in there becomes a story now yeah. because it's available to us. We just need to get back to talking about, like, the weather and the Leafs. Right. That, that you know, that's basically what got us through our day. Uh, for the most part. I will say this to <laughs> if anybody. If the two of them weren't so predictable, the Leafs losing <laughs> and the weather sucking. I will say, uh, that if you have been anti-vax and anti-mask through this whole thing and you are, see somebody who has decided that they want to keep their mask on, you, you should probably keep your opinion to yourself because that's their freedom of choice, which you have been fighting so long to have. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to feel that. I, and I, I really don't know if it's going to go that way because I think a lot of the people who were on that line mm. think that this whole uh, scenario that we're in now is because of them mm-hmm. and not because we've moved past anything. No, I, yeah, no, they want, I know they want, they want credit. They, they want to believe they, they ended it all for us. It was interesting yesterday. I was at a, a, a couple of stores and I, it took me a while. Before I noticed that there were some already who had dropped the mask. And because we've been in this for two years, it's a strange look. Right. You know, you see somebody now, you know, try like five years ago to walk into a bank with a mask on. Right. You would have been taken down by the cops. Yeah. <laughs> now it's odd to see anybody not wearing a, a mask. And yesterday, I guess a lot of people, and you know, the day, the weather was really nice. It's been great for the last little while. So we just want to lose it all. We want to lose the winter coats. We want right. to lose the hats, the mitts, the, the masks. The whole thing, but uh, I find it interesting too. You know, I was at the arena yesterday, and we had some people you know, who were coming in uh, and didn't have a mask on. And they just didn't understand. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought we were done with masks. Uh, no, it's it's not until Monday. Mm-hmm. It's they had to, to be given a mask or put one on. But you know, and it's not a you know. Again, for me, it's not a fear of COVID thing. But I find it very interesting that when you're even in the masks, uh, and you have someone who is not wearing it properly, mm. but they're leaning in to talk to you, mm-hmm. like right away. You know, anyone leaning in to talk to me now, my immediate response is to back away. Sure, <laughs> if I'm wearing a mask or not. Yeah, you know, and I and I would think, okay, if the masks are gone, I, I'm hoping some of the distancing rules. Will still stay in place. Like I'm assuming, a lot of the screens that were put up and the uh, the uh, the protective barriers in in, in stores mm-hmm. probably will be still there for their so. staff yeah. for quite some time. Especially with the masks off, and you just realize how many how much people spit when they talk to you yeah. on a regular basis. But uh, you know, like the uh, the marks for you know, spacing in lineups. Mm. 
I don't need to see those go away. Mm. And it's not a COVID thing. It's just personal space. I don't need someone like right on my shoulder. Dry humping you. Right drumming from behind. <laughs> Jesus. What are we in a prison scene Please here? Keep your bananas back. <laughs> Just want to pay for my goods. Yeah, we will uh, We will see how this uh, all plays out, certainly. The other thing, too, as we make our way, hopefully, out of this thing, and hopefully we don't see uh, a, a surge of any sort, is we talked about this early uh, on about how the, the handshaking. Let's, can we, can we also agree that we're done with that? Can we I not just make it's... an eye connection? I acknowledge no, you. He's still getting as awkward as it bump, as it shake, and right. now it's going to be even worse. Are, are you still shaking? Are you bumping? What are we doing now? Shaking and bumping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The salute. We should go to just the salute. Yeah, you like the salute? Uh, you, what, hey, listen to you. I incorporated the, the curtsy. It's not to be full military salute, yeah. but just a little, hey, how are you? That's I, all you need. I like the tap of the heart and the point. You like that? I like that. I like the curtsy. Nobody went with my curtsy. No, though. no. Well, because we can't bend anymore. <laughs> A flight attendant on a podcast revealed what happens if someone dies on a plane. I don't know that I've ever thought about this, but say somebody has a heart attack or something. And if the flight is full, what do you do with the body? Well, the flight attendant says almost all airlines have the same policy. The body stays in their original seat with a blanket up to their neck. Their face stays uncovered, so it's lo- it looks like they're sleeping for the rest of the flight. Ooh. Imagine if you're the one in the chair beside them. Uh, Pushing for the armrest. Talking to the guy the other day uh, who was on a flight and uh, recently... And uh, an older uh, person passed away oh. in the uh, in the row in front of them. Wow! And basically, yeah, they had the uh, they they had thankfully they had some empty seats like in that we were able to move people around and mm. just leave the, the 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 body there in the row alone. But they had to put the seatbelt on it for landing and just kind of wow. strap it in. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, right? I remember my mom uh, not feeling well on a flight coming home, and they moved a bunch of people around and let her lay on, like, the three seats. Right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it happens. Listen, you're on a, you know, flying, especially if you're going, like, to Europe and back. I mean, it can be stressful and hard to deal with on the the most healthy of us. You know, your, your lack of sleep and you're jet lagged and... You're hanging around in airports for hours and hours on end, so I can imagine if somebody's a, a senior and maybe not in that great health to begin with, it's, right. it's draining on them. Especially when you get delays and stuff yeah. on that as well. Yeah. Remember my dad was on a flight when one of those one they called, is there a doctor on board? And did he stand up? <laughs> well, he didn't want to, but my uncle, also a doctor, was with him at the time. He's like, oh, let's go. And my dad's like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I'm just a family doctor. Right? Right. All I can do is give them a prescription. Yeah. What do they want from me? I'll, I'll scribble something down. <laughs> Take that when you land. That's right. Yeah, I guess that's the case. They're going to call for a doctor. you got to stand up. But is it in the U.S. where a lot of doctors don't want to do it in fear, fear of lawsuits, yeah? I'm on my vacation, for crying right. out loud. That's right. Keep your pants on. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want to see anything. I, I guess I guess your dad probably, uh, in his life, uh, as soon as somebody found him a doctor, did, found out that he was a doctor, did, did he have a lot of times where people were like, can I ask you something? Oh, my goodness. I got this problem. You get that all the time. Yeah. Right. Well, even just walking around and be in the mall, running into a patient. Oh, doc, I've been meaning to see you. 
I got this growth. Here, take a look. <laughs> I remember when David was playing uh, hockey and, you know, the town we lived in was pretty small. And so uh, Maria had to have some, some surgery done on the private parts. And uh, one of the dads uh, on the team was the surgeon. Oh, who, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you've seen more of my wife than I have. <laughs> The World Happiness Report has been released. This gets released every year. It ranks um, how people in more than 140 countries evaluate the quality of their lives to find out the world's happiest country. You figure the happiest country in the world is. I, not a lot of blissful ones right now. I'd think it'd be a warm one. No. Really? It's a cold one. And it's been number one five years in a row. Oh, is it, uh, let me see, like uh, the Netherlands, something like that? Finland. Finland, okay. Yeah, Denmark is two, and then Iceland is three. People want to live in Iceland? They do. Well, at least they're upfront about what you're getting. You're getting ice. Yeah. The rest of the uh, top ten include Switzerland, the Netherlands, Luxembourg, Sweden, Norway, Israel, and New Zealand. A lot of those Nordic countries give like four and five weeks of vacation yeah. off the bat when starting a job. Uh, we land at uh, 14 on the list. Okay. Uh, and then Germany is just ahead of us, and the U.S. falls below us. Yeah, despite as disgruntled as many seem with our country, mm-hmm. we tend to be pretty happy. Countries that people don't seem to want to be a part of include Rwanda, Botswana, Sierra Leone. Yep. Yeah, that African horn. Yeah. We'd rather live in the snow. Right. <laughs> so... If you're looking for a place to go, one of those countries, uh, Switzerland, seems lovely. I mean, it's one of those countries. You know, when, when you look at the map and you think of places to go in the world, places you'd like to see, I don't know that Finland ever shows up like as a as a place I'd want to visit necessarily. Right. You know, there's these countries we all want to go see, but those ones don't uh, show up on the list. Although I, I I would think if I had all the money in the world, Switzerland would certainly be. Somewhere I'd like to visit. Yeah, I mean, certainly if you ski, too, or just really like chocolate. Yeah. Um, yeah and, yeah, because you're all, from this side, you think, oh, man, all right, maybe I'll take two weeks and try and do, like, a European tour. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time you hit you know, the U.K. or you try the big ones of France, Italy, uh, and Germany, you're kind of running out of room really quick uh, to, to see some of the other smaller countries that are in there. You know, I was on, uh, I was, uh, roaming through my, uh, social media yesterday. I was on Facebook and I have over the last few weeks seen a photo, a few photos of a couple that Maria and I know and their, uh, their son who have, it looks like at least the last two, maybe on to three weeks have been at some golf resort in Hawaii. Wow. And I, yeah. Weeks. Yeah, because it seems like every time I go on Facebook, there's another photo of them on some green somewhere. And uh, I see all these people posting, you know, you look, guys look great, enjoy your vacation. I, I don't have that in me. <laughs> all I think is, how do you afford this? Like, who are you? That's right. <laughs> and, then, and then immediately turns to, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, like, well, yeah. Like, how did this work out for you so well? Uh-huh. Because uh, I'm sure a golf resort in Hawaii is reasonably priced. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I hate people. 
So we were just uh, talking about having a, a boring Saturday, uh, just a TV day, and then you had mentioned that you guys just hunkered down in front of the boob tube all day. But I didn't ask you what you watched. I went off on my own little tangent about right and Godfather. What'd you watch? Uh, I started uh, well, I watched whatever was on TV for a little bit, a little while, caught up on the sports stuff, uh, and then uh, made my way over to Netflix because that new uh, new season of Driven, the Formula One show, mm. uh, is on. And I got to tell you. I've never been a fan of Formula One racing. Mm. This show has, has kind of turned it around for me. I don't think I'd go and, and watch an entire F1 race at any point. Throw you know, They're just starting their new season th- this weekend. Um, I don't think I'd go watch a whole race, but I'll watch this show as it wraps up last year's season of racing. I find it really, really well done. And they've started now, Netflix, uh, to, to branch off into other things. There's one done on Bubba Wallace and NASCAR. And again... I would never sit down and watch a NASCAR race in its entirety for a weekend, but I think I'd go back and watch this special because it's a documentary that shows behind the scenes. You kind of get to know the the drivers uh, and the teams a little more, and I find that actually quite interesting. I'm nodding off just here. I understand it. you are. I can tell. So we watched me, so another. You have this whole. Let me, let's backtrack a bit. All here. right. So obviously nobody else in your house is allowed to work the remote. So <laughs> you watch sports, <laughs> right? And then you watch documentaries on sports. Oh, the the family. Adrian must have been thrilled. I think we have four or five TVs in the house. So, <laughs> so, that's, oh, so that's you didn't fine. all cover together. You but, all. No, I watched corners. that for a little bit. Evan came and watched that with me, and he was he was interested in that. And then he took off while I played something else. And I switched to another show, which I just kind of found. No, this was, <laughs> it was actually, it, it's in, in French, but it's about a, a French Jesus, real estate family. Me. Yeah. It's called The Agency. And Adrian got into that too. And she thought it was pretty interesting. Wow. Where they just basically, it was like one of these house hunting shows, but it's yeah. a, a family that runs a real estate agency in France that shows million dollar like villas and estates mm. in Europe, which were pretty cool, actually. You know, television watching is supposed to be, I don't know, entertaining. Right. <laughs> and actually, it's also, Supposed to be individualistic. <laughs> Your own option. There's three thousand things to watch on Netflix. I pick one. You, you watch, don't like it. You watch sports, right? Uh, it is your pally, Craig and Lucky. Speaking of watching television, you're not going to hear this anymore. You are the phone. Or, of course, you are not the phone. Maury is done. Wow, I didn't know Maury was still going. 31 years that show was on the air for it. Started off. A lot of paternity tests. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, you are not the fathers out there, and uh, you are the fathers. Uh, You know, it started off as a serious talk show. He tried to go uh, toe-to-toe against the likes of Geraldo and the others, right? Yeah, Sally, Um, Jesse, Raphael. And because he was married, and probably still is, I'm not sure, but to Connie Chung, who was a a serious uh, news anchor. He he tried very hard to, to to go the other way and be you know serious, not all the the scandalous stuff. But of course, he realized quickly that that wasn't going to fly. And uh, so for uh, 31 years, uh, basically, he's been pulling this stunt. The 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 uh, paternity test seems to have been the only thing he's done for about the last couple of decades. Really? Yeah. Once once that kind of took off, that drama that people yeah. like to watch, and and re- really. That came came out of things like the people's court. Like we've always yeah. wanted to to get into other people's lives. I think just to make us feel better about our own, oh, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. You, when you watch those shows, any you just think, like, how did somebody or a couple? How did they get into so much chaos? Right. <laughs> <That's> you know. <laughs> 
it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> you can't afford a paternity test of their own. We need Maury yeah. to provide it for us. Like the, the most kind of uh, crazy drama-driven stuff that goes on in our house is when there's something in the fridge that's past its best before date. <laughs> <laughs> when we're not eating all the leftovers. But people just, people sometimes, and it, you, you probably have people in your life like this, where they just live in drama all the time. Mm. It's just constant chaos. Right. You know? Well, and have to tell everyone about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As well. I mean, we all probably have some drama in our lives, just not everyone spreads it everywhere. <laughs> right. That's right. When I would have thought Maury was past his best before date. Oh, he's 83. Sometime before, but wow. Yeah. I mean, the, the pancake makeup, they must have been smearing on him to... To prop him up in front of that camera? Yeah, but as the paternity test rolled in, so did the checks. I guess so. Tough to give up on those. When they asked, when they asked him, what are you going to do next? He said, I'm 83. <laughs> I'm retiring. <laughs> he has stepped away from the grill to spend some time with his pallies. It's Ted Reader for Holinda's Meats. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Ted. How are you? Can't complain, you know. Mm. I'm vertical. You've got, listen, who has a better life than Teddy Reader? Nobody. What would there be to complain about? I see you posting all the time on uh, Instagram and Facebook. You got your, your divorce lawyer making breakfast. You're just grilling. You've got the life. Living the life of Riley, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not too bad. That's not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Um, I did want to mention this. I saw it on your Instagram. You did this totally loaded uh, tortilla where you have got uh, all sorts of different things going on here. Spinach, tomato, cheeses. You got steak. But you got Fritos in there. And this is not something I would ever see as a topping for any kind of food. Fritos. Oh, yeah, man. The Frito jalapeno hoops. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. I did the uh, the uh, the threefold tortilla. So it's uh, it's kind of a hack you can see on on social media. But you take a a large flour tortilla and you cut it from the middle to the edge to make one slash, and then you divide that tortilla into four sections, and you put in each little section something you'd like to have in there. So I think I had in one area was uh, brisket chili. Mm -hmm. In another area, there was actually some smoked brisket. And then you have cheese and some salsa and some lettuce and some avocado. And you fold it. So you fold the first corner from the cut up and then over and then down. And you get this threefold um, flour tortilla. Yeah, almost becomes like a quesadilla at that point, right? Almost. It's like a triple stack quesadilla. Yeah. <clears throat> what is that green and stuff on there? There's something green on there, uh, Teddy. I don't understand. <laughs> Avocado. It's healthy. <laughs> Got to have something healthy in it. Yeah. And there's some spinach in there, too. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. It looks great. And, yeah, and everybody can have whatever they want. It's kind of like doing your own uh, your taco night when the kids make their own kind of thing. You Everybody can have whatever they want. That's it, and I, I put some of the, the Fritos on the inside, but you can put whatever you want. If you want to put some Doritos in there, put anything you want inside, and just play it up and have some fun. And it uh, it's one big one. I think we used a 14-inch tortilla, so these were kind of massive. And uh, I did them on a, on a cast iron griddle and then popped them in the oven so that they just get all moist and moist and melty and <laughs> cheesy and gooey and messy. Ted, you really need to drop a drop cloth down across your dining room when you eat that. <laughs> Speaking of getting healthy, Ted, I noticed a, a few weeks ago that you were testing out some plant-based mushroom burgers, uh, perhaps for the joint uh, this year, and, and that's becoming such a, a bigger option for people to try out uh, more than just you know beef burgers, maybe healthier options for it. 
There are, for sure. And uh, we're looking at modifying the menu at the joint this year, and we'll include a, a few uh, vegetarian and vegan options for people to have and enjoy. Um, don't worry, all the barbecue will still be there, brisket and our, our fresh ground burgers and all of that stuff. But uh, we, we've got to be a little bit diverse. We're also putting in a, a pizza oven on the patio, so we'll have wood-fired pizzas. And uh, those will be available weekly at the at the joint as well. That'll be amazing, right up there at El Dorado Golf Course. The pizza ovens are going to be on the deck out, outside. Yeah, we're putting one out on the out on the patio by the barbecue rig, and uh, so we'll be making pizzas and smoking meats and having fun and you know nice. getting ready for golf season. We're still a few weeks away, but uh, once things all thaw and dry up a bit. We'll, uh, we'll get everything rocking and rolling. Making some changes at the joint. Uh, we're also looking for staff at the okay. joint, so we're hiring. And uh, if you're interested, working in the kitchen with me, learning the world of barbecue, uh, fire me a, a message on either Instagram or on my Facebook, and uh, go from there. Lucky son needs a part-time job. Maybe a dishwasher. <laughs> maybe maybe Evan can come up. We Evan can come be a dishwasher for you. <laughs> I think he'd quit after a day. <laughs> you say, like me, he'd be like, there's just team. way too much dirt and smoke, you know? Uh, yeah, no, exactly. It's a tough gig, but it's a good gig. It's a good gig to start off if you want to learn how to be a chef or work in a kitchen and come and work with Teddy. It's all live fire barbecue. We'll train you. We'll show you how to work with the fire and, and make tasty meats you know, and all the other good stuff that goes with it. For sure. You know, something, Teddy, and I wanted to mention this again because it's been a while, I think, since we mentioned it. Uh, an idea you had, and as we head into the spring and summer, people are going to be doing more barbecuing. When it comes to steaks, you had a great idea that you shared uh, some time uh, ago where if you're having a bunch of people over for a barbecue and you're doing steak, let everybody cook their own steak. Everybody gets their own tongs, and they do their own steak on the grill. And that's such a great idea because all of us with steak – you know, nobody wants it the same way. Somebody wants it rare. Somebody wants it well done, which is a crime against steak. But uh, it's a terrific idea for people to do. It is. It's, it uh, makes it a little bit fun for the for the season. And it's okay to have a well-done steak as long as you don't have to eat it. Um, <laughs> you know, if you've got people coming over and, and you want to have some fun, give them a pair of tongs and say, here's the grill and here's your steak and here's a bunch of different rubs you can put on it. Mm. And uh, go ahead and grill your steak and then they get it the way they want it. If you're going to be doing more than a couple of steaks for people and you're just doing all the grilling, remember it's easy to cook a well-done steak. Steak. Started the day before, <laughs> and by the time the people come, it'll be ready for them. <laughs> Give them the HP Nice sauce. and simple. All right, Teddy, if people want to come and find employment at the joint, or they want to talk to you about stacked tortillas or steak or anything going on, how do they get a hold of you? You're going to find me at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, the joint. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.